0: Welcome to the E and S Wolves Podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears.
1: Well, he's got a smile on his face. He knows what's coming. Hello everybody! Welcome to the Wolves! Switzerland podcast. It's episode eighty two, and I'm here with the one, the only, the man who makes it all happen, the magic man himself. Welcome back, Mr. Timothy Adam Spears, as I know from your passport. It's oh, you thrown in my middle name because I had to I had to get you, book your boarding card on EasyJet, and you told me at the last minute you had a middle name called Adam, which I thought was very unusual and a very uncommon middle name. Unfortunately, you got through on your ticket of Timothy Spears, not Timothy Adams Spears.
0: I think you just woke the whole street up, by the way. With... Yeah,
1: well, was... <laughs>
0: set the scene. We're in a uh, we're in a cul-de-sac mm. in uh, in sort of out in the sticks in Switzerland. In Gruyere. Got a few few neighbours. It's all very nice and quiet around here. Yeah. Um, but I'm just happy to be alive after, <laughs> after, after, after that car journey home.
1: Listen, listen. Now, I didn't do a, a lot
0: of driving in Austria. You did you, you, you... <laughs> No. <laughs> right. I'm going to correct you there. <laughs> you did no driving. No fa- well, no, you did, get did. Be- you did get behind the wheel, yeah. but the car didn't move. Well, it did <laughs> move. It, went... <laughs> it moved backwards. It
1: cruised backwards. With you not not in control of it, negative driving. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, yeah, fair play. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm gonna hold my hands up. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought it'd be
1: easy to drive automatics. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> when I said before that we spent twenty minutes in the car park, we spent twenty minutes in the car park trying to get this car to move. It is a very strange automobile. I'll be honest
0: yeah so so we we rented a car a few days ago when we landed and um uh you you <laughs> you conveniently said you had some work to do so that I, <laughs> I should drive the two hours to the house we're in from Basel airport um but yeah I just um i applied the same amount of pressure to yeah. the brake mm. that I would do in my car back home, yes. and that's what I would do with, with all the cars driven yeah uh it became an emergency stop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Multiple I mean, occasions. You nearly went through the windscreen. <laughs> right. Yeah. I couldn't get the hang of it at That's all. incredible. I
1: couldn't get the hang of Feather in the brake at all. The I poor did, guy was like just it. giving you the keys looking on going, Jesus. Yeah. I,
0: didn't, I didn't like it though because like, you get to like a roundabout or, mm. or traffic lights and you'd slowly brake yeah. until you get to about what, four, three miles an hour. Okay. And I'm just waiting for it to stall.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's automatic, it doesn't stall, that's the I beauty don't like, of it. I don't what do like you mean you don't like it? But once you've gone past that that, that that point of no return then, then it's an absolute joy. It's like I tell you what it's like. It's like your first ab You know when you the cubs cubs or the scouts tin and you know, you are laying yourself down over that edge and it's just that just that one where you've got to trust the rope. And once you've twisted the rope, then you're fine, abseiling down. But it's just at that point of no return, and you struggle to get past that point. I mean, I
0: never abseiled. I'd, what? I'd, well, I didn't realise that, that you had to do that to to, to to warm up for driving an automatic car. <laughs> so yeah. I've done neither, to be honest. But, Duke um, of Edinburgh Award for you now? Or your, no, your no, no, that's when I started getting drunk in, oh, in, right. in sixth
1: form. <laughs> <laughs> you were scrumpy jack and a fumble, fumble, fumble in the back garden. <laughs>
0: but I've got to say, you, you took the reins yes. and you've been driving ever since and I've been almost always impressed. Okay. Except for twice you've driven into the kerb on the right-hand side of the road.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair enough though because I'm normally on the right-hand side so it's a little bit... Lane, lane discipline is not. you there.
0: your lane discipline was non-existent tonight. Mm. Um, when you vary, and I, people, I do mean very nearly crashed tonight. So, so we're on a dark motorway. Um, it's it's what well, two lane, two lane motorway, mm. and there's some work up ahead. So, as people know, if you driven on the motorway at night at this point, you know you the uh, the cones are out and it goes into one lane. Yeah, um, due to wasn't really aware that this was happening and, um, <laughs> and, and about about 10 meters before we got to this uh this massive thing that had been put up to, to block the lane yeah, uh, a, a, at the end of the line of cones uh yeah emergency start from jude at this time <laughs> the, i honestly thought we would we were, I, I i put myself in the brace position yeah you're right were, you... i really did right, my phone went flying <laughs> you
1: didn't you didn't scream. you were like. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I became a Jordy
0: momentarily. Uh, yeah, anyway, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Glad to be alive.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's always a bonus. But I had to. We had to get back because what time, It's just gone past one o'clock in the morning here. We've um, we've had a, an eventful day. We've been to a game, Timothy. Yeah, a Wolves Our first game. first game, a Wolves game, and to win. So I think we, we've got a few funny stories to tell you, but instead of doing it you know, during the whole the start of the podcast, it's going to be half an hour in. So let's talk a little bit about, about why we're here, which a lot of people don't quite realise why we are here. Uh, got a lot of people questioning why we're here. Why are we here, Tim? We're here to watch a game. Got the first one of the season, the uran Cup. Who's questioning why we're here? Oh, there's, there's people saying, oh, you, you, you guys are on a jolly. A jolly. Who said that? Oh, plenty of peeps on on Twitter.
0: Who, James Fielden?
1: Oh yeah, he's always there. He's Didn't, on a jolly. He's on a jolly, absolutely. Should see him afterwards. He's staggering around after the after that semi-final. <laughs> semi-final. Yeah, he watched the World Cup semi-final after the game. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it, it was kind of a semi-final today because you know if they win they win on Saturday. Then it's the final. They've won the won trophy, but two-one win against Basel, who weren't you know not decent side. Champions League qualifying stages this year, and and, and a decent win.
0: Yeah, yeah. What 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 round of the qualifiers are they in? They're in the third round of the qualifiers. Oh, I was a lucky, it's second round. Oh, <laughs> <correct>. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was the it was the perfect evening, really, in terms of um, fitness, performance, result as well. Everyone got a run out. Everyone got forty five minutes. No injuries. Decent crowd enjoyed it. Nice weather. It was yeah. It, it was all you want from a preseason game. So it, it went very well.
1: Um. Samuel might have had a few eyebrows raised if that was the team at the start that were going to play 90 minutes but <laughs> yeah. the best part of a grand to come across and see um see a few a few you know youngsters playing but at the same time I was very impressed with quite a few of them
0: yeah they they're, so it was very much the second string in the in the first half and I was surprised at that really um because Basel played a strong side mm. and you were after when they went one nil down early on wolves I was kind of thinking if they're like 2 or 3 nil down here at half time yeah they're not going to pull it back second half with the senior side and you kind of that might be a bit of a dodgy start to pre, to pre-season correct so i thought it be weird i thought it was weird that he didn't go with the first choice team in the first half to, to really kind of get a result sort mm. of on the board maybe or whatever but anyway it worked out absolutely fine didn't it because the kids recovered came from behind to be drawing one all at the break played some nice stuff and yeah as you mentioned some of the kids did really well um Elliot Watt, I thought was excellent in central midfield. Um, that <laughs> cracked up a bit on the video. Oh, yeah. about it. we're um, gonna
1: we're gonna um, you be listening to this on Wednesday morning, um, and we might put a few blooper bloopery on the afternoon before the.
0: Oh god, oh we completely lost it. We did. We did lose it. We, we did lose we, it. We, we sometimes when we lose it doing these videos, we'll we'll just we'll carry on and it'll just be included in the video I was laughing but this 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 laughter lasted so long
1: yeah it was and well there's no way we had to cut it out yeah
0: and it came from
1: it came from you yeah go on what was your line
0: it uh, yeah, was the end of the video you 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 set up the scene for Saturday's match correct you said tim what's next and i said <laughs> on to Burned. Some young boys.
1: (laughs) Some young boys. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I could not. I tried my best to keep a straight face. But on to burn for some young boys, just uh, sent me over the edge. And then obviously, you know, you know, I didn't realize what I was saying. You know, you're not recovering from that. And once you've gone, you've gone. And we did go. (laughs) Yeah, we did go. And then, but it's not that. I mean, I think you can get over that. But it was a time you have to obviously, at the end end of the video, you know, look towards the next game as we normally do. And so you couldn't not say young boys. And if you did not say young boys, then it would be even more amusing because you're trying to avoid the phrase young boys. Yes, all true. So it was all you know, descended into a little bit of anarchy. And um, hopefully, you'll be able to catch that later on this afternoon. So, yeah, all good. But, you know, we arrived on Monday. Oh, sorry, we arrived on Sunday night, uh, long day Sunday. Went to training on Monday. And it, it was great to see all the players, Tim. And uh, they were all delighted to see us.
0: <laughs> yes, they were. Um, but yeah, no, just um, just to finish off, yeah, Elliot Watt I thought did really well in central midfield. Uh, Pedro Gonçalves, classy kind of Ruben Neves style midfielder, added some nice touches, some good technique, very decent long range shot as well. Which would, if that had flown in the top corner, everyone would be absolutely raving yep. about it. And then um, Ryan Giles was excellent on the left wing. We played left wing back, but he was essentially a winger really very busy performance he did great at Telford last year won the academy player of the season at Wolves as well Mm -hmm. 18 year old Telford born uh, winger who looks very very sharp and looks like he's got something about him so hopefully we can see more of him this this pre-season I mean it's it's a big ask for him to get anywhere near the first team squad and you'd say that's extremely unlikely this year but he did very well at Telford. It's a world away from the Premier yeah. League, but if he could get some um, a, a decent League Two or League One line move next season, that would be fantastic. But just judging on that forty-five minutes anyway, he had a lot about him. So good to see the kids doing well
1: and and, and confident kids. I thought, you know, what I mean, you, yeah. you, you, see, you see some kids in pre in in previous under previous regimes, and the, they maybe don't want the ball. They just want to, you know, once they've got the ball, they want to, you know, pass it away pretty quickly and, and just you know move on. But these guys wanted the ball. They they were not um, not afraid to take on players who obviously were. You know, have played at a decent level for many years and had some success, and that's well, good.
0: You know, they have to be because there's this a very, very, very small window of opportunity here. You know, from next week onwards, you're going to have Vinagra back, Ru Patricio, Raul Jimenez, Roman Sace, new signings will be back as well. Sure. There's a very small window to impress here. You know, we may not see some of these guys ever again, really. Mm. <laughs> In terms, of, You know, you look at someone like Conor Ronan last yeah, year. Yeah. Wow. Excellent player. And, and now he's not selected on, on this tour. Uh, some Sylvain de as well. I remember he was superb at Southampton away when they won in the Carabao Cup early this season. And then, you know, Nuno's all of a sudden decided he's not for him.
1: Bright not here.
0: And then move on with that. And Bright will be out here in a bit. He's sorting out his visa and, okay. and he'll be on his way out. But
1: um, you've got a surprise with Conor I mean, Yeah, surprise. That, but, I mean, that's, that's not... A good sign for him, is it really in his future in a, in in a wool shirt? No,
0: unless they're close to getting him out on loan. Um, obviously, Harry Begoin's gone out on loan to Plymouth. I know they're keen to get Connor right now out on loan again. Back to Portsmouth may be an option for him. So, but it's it's a bit, but the, the, like I said, they've got a small window opportunity, and they've got to impress because it's so competitive. There are so many um, under twenty three players knocking around these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, even just in that in in the forward areas, you know, Sherwin Shuwin who has gone out on loan to Bradford. a couple of other Portuguese guys knocking around Uh, Donovan Wilson's not here Niall Ennis isn't here Um, there's so many players Mm. you know you you look at it Kevin Thelwell's gone on record this summer as saying they kind of want a squad of 20 first team players and the rest will be made up by youngsters Um, so you think when it comes to Carabao Cup time and Mm -hmm. Checker Trade Trophy time that these guys will get game time but even then you know like I said you've got Sherman Ryan Giles a couple of um, there's couple of, Boubacar Hane as well, who was around last season, there's lot, there's, lot, there's an awful lot of players in the 18 to 21 bracket at this club, an awful lot. So if they're going to impress, they've got to do it quickly.
1: Pretty, absolutely. And the problem is, especially with, with the way football is these days, is that you, know, you can have a long-term plan of, of someone coming along in five, six, seven years' time, but really from a manager's point of view, and I know Nuno signed a, a new three-year deal, and we'll, we'll talk about that later on in the podcast. But... You know these managers want to win now. You know as much as they want to bring in the young talent, they want to win now, and they, that, that's what their record is. That's what they'll be, you know, they'll be proven on 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 winning and, and their results. And sometimes they haven't got the time to develop these kids. These kids have got to come in and be ready from the off. They're not going to have four, five, six, seven games to bed in.
0: No, no, they're not at all. And um, you know the um, bars are set a lot higher now in the Premier League and the. They'll be signing quite a few players, I'm sure, this summer. So, you know, Morgan Gibbs-White is the only one who's... And Brighton and Bakari are the ones who've really kind of stuck it out in this first-team squad. But Gibbs is, Gibbs-White has set a very high standard and there's a lot of potential to come for him, you would think, as well. So, yeah, very competitive. Very, very competitive, as it should be.
1: Absolutely. And um, and like you said, they're all delighted to see us at, at training on, on day one. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> 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 yeah, come on. I'm just going to get a drink.
1: So, t- t- talking through it. So, uh, are you, what drink are you going to you get? You're going to get some some alcoholic oh, drinks. I'm getting a nightcap. Ah, oh, nightcap. You see, now, now Tim was a little bit tired. He had a bit of a lullery, and we were we had a few problems with the microphone. But th- thankfully, they've been sorted out thanks to uh, myself and Mr. Hatfield sorting it out. Um, and he was in a bit of a sulk, I think, as he wanted to get it going. It's nearly one in the morning here. I can understand that. But he's um, he's got his mojo back now. He's he's been talking for ten minutes, and he's going to. Gonna pour a nice glass of Pinot Noir, I think, for for two, which is delightful. I love a glass. Yeah, I'll have a glass. I'll have a glass. Why not? Of course, first party of the season, got to christen it, don't we? Um, so yeah, we got to training, and you know, we're a little bit excited. Beautiful uh, training ground, at, at Wolves' base camp on Lake Geneva, and uh, we were there about half an hour early. We were looking forward to it. Great, looking forward to seeing Nuno and, and all the new players. And they came in, and we spoke to the media staff. The bus came. We're waiting for them to. There we go. Lovely. <laughs>
0: that clink fell a bit flat
1: <laughs> and uh yeah a couple of the players shook our hands and and, and a couple of the players looked like we um we just we just slept with their sister <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe he did a <laughs> really good summer um, yeah well we, I mean we were just we were stood right by where they had to walk past to get to get to the changing they rooms. couldn't they
1: couldn't i thought before they couldn't avoid us because they have to acknowledge (laughs) us at least before they go past apparently
0: not there's a couple of players and people could probably probably guess who yeah who kind of recognized us there and then immediately put their eyes to the floor (laughs) and just walked past
1: i didn't realize blades of grass were that interesting anyway that
0: wasn't that wasn't (coughs) the wasn't the funniest thing about that morning uh was about 10 minutes later when um um, an unnamed member of Aussie's backroom team.
1: Unnamed member because you don't know what his name is? No, I do know what his name is. Okay.
0: Came over and...
1: We were just chatting, we were just chatting, weren't we?
0: You... just stood there chatting near the side with of the pitch. This guy comes uh, over towards Judah. Uh Can you put some water out on <laughs> the pitch, please? I
1: was absolutely stunned. <laughs> you didn't know what to say. Well, I didn't know. I mean, all the other things that came with you know who I am? <laughs>
0: It was so funny. Always oh, slipping so ground stuff.
1: <laughs> oh dear! So uh, I just—I was so soon I was like, "Yeah, was trying to sort something out." <laughs>
0: yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's one of those proper rabbit in the headlights moments. You didn't know what to say.
1: yeah, him next to me, of course, like a giddy Cheshire cat. <laughs> grinning from the to rear. thinking this is great poddy material here that's exactly what I thought straight away know, that's all for the poddy oh dear that was a low point of the trip so far for me I'll be honest especially when he came back and he still didn't know my name Dylan <laughs> just was like oh yeah sorry mate uh, I thought you were ground staff but have you got a couple of bottles anyway <laughs> oh dear and Nuno came we had an awkward moment with Nuno as well
0: Oh yeah, because uh, Nuno came and said hello, shake your hands, etc. Have a good summer, it's great, it's great, it's great. And then he kind of put... <laughs> so me and Judas stood, stood side by side and Nuno's yeah. in front of us. And Nuno suddenly outstretches his two arms and goes to kind of pat us both on, on the shoulder. On the
1: outside shoulder each. <laughs> but,
0: but Judah being Judah, <gasps> thought he was trying to give him a hug.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sort of like...
1: I sort of like went in for like a quarter hug and then stopped myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah to
0: but you ch- kind of, you know, the, do you remember the old um, Ian Wright, Kentucky, uh, the ch- <laughs> the chicken advert. Uh, Ian Wright and he went like yeah, that? Yeah. Was, you kind of raised your, you raised your elbows like that and then put them back again. I
1: was just hoping that no one had clocked to see that awkward moment. And uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, hopefully Nuna didn't realise that I was going in for the hug because I would have hugged Nuna. I think a lot of people would hug Nuna. He's a very huggable person. So I was slightly disappointed. Uh but no, yeah. listen listen, we're we're we maybe we ramping it up. Some of the players were lovely and having a good chat and um some of them are, are top drawn. Some of them are a little bit more shy, shall we say, Tim?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. No, there's there's um we get along with all the players. And, and look.
1: <laughs> and uh Okay. Um but at the same time, look, these guys are grafting, they're here to work and they have been absolutely rinsed over for the last two weeks.
0: They're um They've come back. They've come back fit and firing. I mean, you know, long as everybody knows, but long gone are the days where you'd spend six weeks of your summer eating chips and and beer and let yourself go and doing what you want for the summer, and then coming back and running up hills and, yeah. and spewing your guts up and trying to get fit again. You know, these guys have been given what Connor Cody has said. You know, the hardest off season he's ever had in his life. They've mm-hmm. they've all been given personalized uh, fitness schedules, mostly involving running. But in some cases involving weights, uh, <laughs> Stuff from the cake. Uh, bootcake, they held a costa oh,
1: <laughs> Give me whey protein.
0: He's put about two stone. Um, anyway, so the, yeah, they've all like, had these individual programmes, some more than others. I mean, Courtney Hall was telling me yesterday, you know, because he barely played last season, he's been he was given more more running to do over the uh, off season. But he said he he went out for one run with his mate who, who's quite fit, and his mate had to stop after after one minute. <laughs> he had to Stop, it's it too, it too hard. And then uh, yeah, Connor Cody said he's never been worked as hard in pre-season. You know, really um, big uh, rigorous schedule. So they've come back fit. Is my point. So they can start with the ball work pretty early. And I think as you could see last night with the second goal, back to front team move, incisive passing, great movement. Costa, Doherty and Jota finish it off. Jota with a goal. You know, that, they scored quite a few goals like that last season. So um, so they don't look that rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Bows very, very well. It really does. You know, they've got a fit squad, no injuries. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, two new signings to come in, more signings to be made. And I think they're starting from a really high base. The, the 3-4-3, they know it inside out. The tactics, they know it inside out. The personnel, they all know each other. Mm-hmm. So they're starting from a high base. I think, yeah, Bows very well.
1: But look, at the same time, and they are fit, and they did, they did, you know, it's not just they got lucky with injuries last year. I think that's, that's an easy way, an easy thing to say. You know, the medical staff and, and their preparation before and afterwards is absolutely superb. And massive credit's got to go to them. And I think that first and foremost, they should receive, you know, all the plaudits that they deserve. But at the same time, especially with the Premier League coming, you know, you could quite easily lose a player for a significant length of time. Wolves did not do that last year and they still haven't really addressed the problems that were there at the end of last season in terms of personnel. Now, I understand the World Cup's going on. I understand that the Premier League season, you know, is fast approaching. Are you slightly concerned that they have not got enough quality squad players together at this moment in time or or do you think it's going to come together in the next couple of weeks? Oh no,
0: I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. I mean, all all the messages from the club at the start of summer were, this is not going to be quick. Uh, Kevin Thelwell w- went on record and said, you know, we're expecting it to be slow until after the World Cup, and then everyone's got a month really to 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 get it all cram it all it cram all their business in before the transfer window shuts on August 9th. It's mm-hmm. less less a month now already. So to get in um, Portugal's very experienced top class goalkeeper. Um, and, you know promising striker from Benfica as well in Raul Jimenez plus the four players they've signed permanently it's you know they bought six players in they spent 40 million quid that's that's not including the Afobi deal so they won't I, I'm, I'm sure they'd like that they would everybody would like to do their business early for the start of preseason but it will never happen so to get a couple in and to get the loan players in, I think I think that's part of the course really in terms of what they're looking to do this summer. And,
1: and do you think that the because we haven't really seen too many loan players yet, have we come in at all? So that's that's going to be another revenue from.
0: I'm sure if they're if they're struggling with their top targets and big bids, then they'll they'll be getting some loans in, mm-hmm. you know, nearer the time. But as far as far as disappointment goes, I mean, if, if fans are getting impatient. The the club said at the end of last season, you know, it it will be slow going. They they said it'd be a difficult summer because of the World Cup and and the the transfer window being earlier. So, I I think um I think that, I think they're in a decent position that they can put out a very good team against Everton on August the eleventh. Yeah, and there's still a month to go to bring in players. That
1: that's fine. Laura Darimpel did say to you, you know last week at the kit launch that he doesn't expect too much more business to we don't do you think he's just been a bit coy there and, and maybe lowering expectations with people that's w- waiting for a, a 30 million pound 20 goal a season yeah. striker they don't grow on trees or do you feel like they're happy with what they've got they're happy to to, to make additions but they're not they're not going to be desperately searching if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen it didn't feel like it didn't feel
0: like a pre-prepared line that, that was fed um for, for for you know purely for the media's benefit Obviously obviously if they're lower expectations then then they're gonna look better in the long run if they do if they do sign players. But I think um yeah, he he said there certainly wouldn't be a high turnover from what he expects now between mm-hmm. now and the end of the season. So now and then the window. The, 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 they've obviously got to strengthen in, in key areas. That they need to sign a right wing back, which they will do now. You know, we know um also, I gather, anyway, Fossoe has got no future at the club. He's not here. He's fit, but, you know, for once. Um, <laughs> but he's not here. Um, he's just not been selected. So. so he's not good
1: enough then, basically.
0: Well, he's, he's not part of the plans. Um, he's, yeah,
1: you'd have thought that if, if, if there's any time for him to show his fitness and, and if he's got, you know, even a bit of a chance... Yeah, I mean, w-
0: whether it's the case of uh, they think he's not good enough for the Premier League or whether it's the case of they don't think he can be fit for, for a Premier League season, mm. either way he's not in their plans so they, they, they needed a right wing back anyway and now they definitely need one we know they've um, put a bid for Zinchenko left wing back a lot of money as well so which suggests which suggests that they're looking for a, a first choice left wing back to replace Barry Douglas which would be a surprise to me I don't think that's a priority area um, they'll need a centre half um, to replace Miranda when there's Torca Says dropping back to centre half but they still need one for me um, do and and you do think
1: someone like Courtney Hawes can can step up and be that? I, then?
0: I, I I think he can, but I don't think I don't think that that's what they'll do. I think they'll bring someone in. Not, they don't tend to leave much to chance. Um so they would much, have six centre backs t- on the books. Courtney then? Courtney Hawes is not a proven Premier League player. I think Courtney Hawes can make the step up, but I I don't think Wolves will leave it to chance. I think they'll bring someone in personally. I think they obviously got to bring a central midfielder, yeah. at least one, probably two central midfielders. And, um, and a striker as well. So there's, there's plenty of work to be done. Um, despite what comes out what, what, what of Laurie Derribble's mouth or not, they have got a few players to sign for me. But what does make me laugh is you get all these players they're linked with this summer mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would say, nine, uh, no exaggeration, 90% of the links that are out there yeah. have no basis to them whatsoever. No. No, I'd say about 90%. And um, everybody, of course, takes them as being true mm-hmm. and as gospel um, and asks why the Express aren't, aren't reporting on them. Um, and then Laurie Darymple, the, the club's managing director, says pretty much the first uh, on-the-record statement from anyone at Wolves in, what, about six weeks yeah. about transfer business yeah. and uh, because he says they're not going to sign many players. Everyone, everyone says this yeah. story. Is, this story is absolutely rubbish. Pathetic. Um, Express and Star Spears knows nothing. Zero. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I'm not making up. These people are genuinely saying this. Um, that expre- was the first one to do it. Express and Star aren't in the know. They know nothing. Know nothing. All, you know, just from reporting the managing director's quote, saying yeah. I, I, find it hilarious. <laughs> to be honest, staggering. It is a playground out there. But yeah. anyway, that's what that's what Darren said. So you've got to go with that.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um. Look, this this fly has been bothering me since we've been talking. Oh yeah. Um, there's only one of them left, though, due to the fact that.
0: Oh, Judah went on a on a killing spree. This I did.
1: Afternoon. I went on a I went on a oh what's it natural born killer spree. Yeah. Um, fly gate. We've had a few flies issues in our. Uh, it's a nice house, Tim. To be honest, it's a nice house. I was going to ask you, your
0: favourite serial killer is then. It's probably not a good road to go down, is it? <laughs> probably
1: not. No, probably yeah. not. Um. <laughs> This late night potty. <laughs> oh, there's a moth as well. Some sort of moth situation. Have we got? Have we got a window open somewhere? Uh, You've opened
0: that window. No, I haven't. That that's a jar. I think that's that's mm, a jar.
1: Okay. So we did have a few a, a fly situation, and when I say a fly situation, it was pretty much like the fly two. And um, when you're trying to eat your food, there were four or five kicking around, and they just wouldn't stop. So yeah, I lost my rag today, and um, the, the, there's now gone from four to one. Thank thank goodness. Well, that one will be going pretty soon as well.
0: I was impressed. You were quite clinical.
1: I was. I was very clinical. Um, and so are so are the people two doors down. They're very clinical. We've got. That's one, one word for it. Tim's. Um, I'm, I'm reluctant. Tim's I'm reluctant to go into this. Why? They're not going to be case listening. He They're not going to be listening. Go He's on. on then. Gonna it's not going to be listening. It's
0: on you, Nathan Judo. No, on, no, no. It's, it's on, on Timothy Spears.
1: <laughs> so no, you tell the story. You tell the story.
0: Well, um, we. Um, so we're in a house. We're in a house, basically renting a house, nice house mm. in in yeah in the middle of nowhere, but yeah. picturesque setting, mm-hmm. equidistant to the locations we need to frequent this week as far as matches and training go. I'm very
1: well put. Very eloquent. Thank
0: you. Uh, anyway, we um, we got in trying to turn the Wi-Fi on, and it wasn't registering, was it? The code no. we've been given. No. So we emailed our landlady, so to speak, um, Brenda. 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 Brenda, not 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 the most glamorous of, uh, of girls, are Brenda.
1: I mean she looks pretty glamorous on, on a picture but we've never seen her since.
0: Never not I don't I'm not sure if she exists to be honest. Anyway, no, so no. so well, the, f- the
1: fact that she left the house door keys behind the flower pot before we checked <laughs>
0: in. So we said Brenda, what what's the Wi-Fi deal? Come on, love, sort it out. And she um requested the help of uh, our neighbours to doors down. <laughs> right. Brenda and Brendy. And then yeah, go on, so this guy comes in.
1: Well, yeah, so they came in and they said they can't understand why the Wi Fi is not working, but I'll go speak to my husband and um, he'll come and help. But he's cooking at the moment. So, oh, okay, fair enough. No problem. Thank you very much.
0: Sounds like a nice guy.
1: He sounds like a lovely guy cooking that. And anyway, he rocks up about about five minutes later. And, um, well, he was just, I was just staggered how how rude he was. He wasn't particularly nice, American man, was he, Tim? Go on, carry on. No, you carry on. <laughs> no, you you you, you, you're you the one. On. We, we spoke about this I earlier. Can't, I, I can't. said
0: I'm not bringing I'm not bringing it up. I don't want to talk about it in case he hears.
1: He was just sorting the internet out and trying to sort the internet. Out. And he goes, "Oh, I'm sure you know anyone anyone below the age of 60 will sort this out." And uh, he was just looking at me, going, "Oh, uh, okay, fingers crossed that it's it's not working." And he's had, looked a, he just wasn't particularly nice, was he?
0: No, he was just uh, he, he just expected us to be able to sort it out ourselves, didn't he?
1: He was just had a flippant tone about him, and I just wasn't a massive fan. I don't think we were both massive fans, were we? You're struggling to talk about him, aren't right? <laughs> he's not going to be listening to the podcast. Oh dear! Come on, give me a
0: line. Some of the characters you've come into, I eh? Come on. On tour. Come on.
1: You still. Come on. Are you gonna? Okay. Can you open up about him when we get home? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, right. Oh wait, he's he's nervous. I'm not. I'm not gonna. We won't go further, but we'll Remember us to. Remind us to talk about him when we get back home because he thinks he's going to come around with a wielding knife or an axe or something like that tonight if he's listening. That is my fear. That is his fear. Okay, move on, move on. Uh, right, we've got some questions. Uh, yes, we have. We've got loads of questions. Loads of questions. In fact, we've got 81 questions. Bloody hell. 81 questions. What time did you put the tweet out? Uh, Two hours ago, I think. Okay, so what about 11 o'clock English time? Uh... 10.30ish? Yeah, yeah, roughly. Okay, right. Let's get some questiones in then. We'll, we'll, we'll go through as many as we can. Obviously not all of them, but we'll go through as many as we can. Yes. Uh, Hayden O'Connor. Um, I like Hayden. Oh, yeah, good luck, Hayden. Uh, with Patricio needing a break after the World Cup and potential complications over exit from sporting, do you think there is a possibility of Ruddy starting against Everton and not that starting Ruddy would be a negative? Tim Spears. Yeah,
0: potentially. Yeah. Um... On the face of it, it's um, Patricia against Pickford on the open day of the season, but there is a chance we might not see either of them really. Um, you know, World, World Cup World Cup puts everything back. Yeah, and he's had a very complicated and messy exit from Sporting, the club that he loves. Oh. I mean, you know, he saw his if he saw his heartfelt um, message farewell message on Instagram the other day. You know, this is um, this is a club that's that's part of his soul, bloody hell, and and he's had to leave.
1: It was, a, it, was a, it was a huge farewell message.
0: Yeah, um, and he's, you know, he's, he's I guess he feels he's been forced to leave because of the actions of the fans and the president and whatnot. It's the most ridiculous transfer saga Wolves have been part of uh, for a long time. So he's not in training yet, you know, due back next week. So that's, what, the, the 16th onwards?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so Ajax, I would have thought, is on the, on the Thursday... Maybe you might see him then, if not in Germany on on the Saturday yeah,
0: I think that's way too soon. I don't know it's it's hard to tell because you don't don't know what don't know what kind of but being a goalkeeper, the fitness isn't as important, is it so mm-hmm. he looked pretty bloody sharp in the world Cup. Yeah. so yeah he he'll either, he'll either come into the ice game or the Germany game or then the Stoke game after that so they got a few games in a week, so mm-hmm. there's plenty of time to blood him. Um, language isn't going to be a problem because half the team are portuguese yeah so uh, i would say there's a good chance of him being in situ for the everton game okay. i don't see why not anyway
1: no there's no complications with the transfer he is a wolves player no i don't
0: think, i don't think he's had international clearance yeah. yet but he's a wolves player um I think they'll have to end up paying a bit of money for him, but this, they certainly haven't agreed to at the moment. And, There's you know, talk
1: of some ridiculous figures kicking him out there. More than 18 million. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, you know, the, 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 long, the long and short of it is he's resigned from Sporting and made himself a free agent, mm. and and Wolves have snapped up his services. Yeah. They've been bold in doing so, because none of the other guys who, who have resigned Sniffing from Sporting up. have signed for another club yet, so mm-hmm. Wolves have kind of put themselves out there a little bit. Yeah. But... They're potentially going to land an absolute bargain, you know. If they if they end up paying ten million for Portugal's number one goalkeeper, then it's it's no it's no problem, is it?
1: How unbelievable! Rui Patricio is going to be playing at Molineux this season. That's crazy. It's um it's set
0: the set the bar, isn't it? it's set the standard for for signings to come, and it's it's great for other players to for across across Europe to see it, um and see what a big deal you know Wolves are, are trying to be.
1: I tell you, he was delighted to, to read that story. Harry, Harry Burgoyne John
0: <laughs>
1: oh. oh poor John I mean as much as as much as he was in team of the year last year you know you're going to probably be in number two and you know yeah. it's, it's tough isn't it it is tough so
0: it's, so it's, it's, that, well, that's the game it's tough it's the nature of football there, there can only be 20 first choice goalkeepers in, in what many regard as the top in, in the in the whole country so you've got to be pretty, pretty damn good to be one of them. So it's no, um, it's no disgrace for John mm-hmm. Ruddy to be a number two in the Premier League, but he didn't want that last summer, and that's why he joined Wolves in the first place. Yeah. So no, he won't be happy about it. But equally, if there are any problems with this Patricio deal yeah. and, and whatever, then he's straight in there. Or if Patricio gets injured, you know, on August the tenth, the then then Rudy's straight in there again, isn't he? So I don't think I'd, I'd be surprised if he left. I would be surprised if he left. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he's kind of got to massively to kick up a fuss and say. I'm out of here I think he'll want to fight for his place mm-hmm. um, he'll hope that Nuno says it's his jerseys to lose I doubt it Yeah. and if he hasn't if he hasn't played a game by January then maybe he'll move out in January but it's, it's Will Norris you want to feel sorry for as well because he might not play a single match next season if, uh, if, if, no. John, if John Roddy's your cup Yeah. so hopefully they can get Will Norris out on loan in an ideal world but then with Burgoyne already out on loan and John Flat released they're a bit short backup keepers there yeah, as well course, so yeah. But then he's just had a new deal, so you know it's not too bad. You don't know want Will Norris in the, in the under twenty three squad next year. He's what twenty four now. No. Um, so they need to sort out what they're going to do with him.
1: Okay, Kate Wright. Uh, what have has been feeding Costa? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is a different spinach, spinach. It's um it's because of his hair as well, I think, because he's he's obviously shaved his hair mm-hmm. off as well. So he's he's he just looks like a bulldog, doesn't he?
0: Yes, but that um. There's a serious point to it because <clears throat> you know he has been pushed. He, he has been pushed off the ball far too easy. Yeah. In kind of the last two years, really, if you compare him to Jota, Jota uses his strength so much better. Although there's nothing on Jota either, really, when you look at him. So um, so that's part of his game. He's obviously that Nuno or or himself have, have pinpointed that he's got to improve on. So so good mm. for him.
1: Uh, Alistair Holding, Michael Brown, uh, will Razak Bukhari or Ryan Giles have the potential to break into the first team this season? What? Who's the first one? Uh, Bukhari.
0: Okay. <laughs> Judah. <laughs> like uh, a good player. Your lack of Wolves knowledge does uh, what are you talking about? Sh- show itself up sometimes. <laughs> the look on this guy's face. Do you not remember Razak Bukhari? Yes. <laughs> But um, they signed him in 2012 for about two and a half million. Yeah. And he played, I think, six times in four years. And then was released in 2016. Yeah. I don't think
1: he's got much chance of playing. So yes,
0: yeah, someone's taking the Mickey there.
1: We uh, haven't yeah, quite picked up on it. Uh, I might have to be. Um, I might have to block this person. Let's
0: take him out of the question. Then. What about Ryan? What was it? was the question about Ryan? Uh, Ryan Giles has
1: he got a chance to to break into the first team? I, I can't
0: see it. I can't see it. He, he played at wing back tonight. He wasn't supposed to originally. The, on Monday they were lining up in training with um, Cameron John, at left wing back, but because Miranda uh, left the touring party on Monday mm. night. That's a bit of a reshuffle. Benny, uh Benny Seal was supposed to be the, the odd man out of the twenty three players that they had here. Um so he then came to the team. Anyway, Ryan Giles who was originally gonna be a winger was then brought back to wing back.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's a winger by trade, he's a winger and you you can't see him getting in. I mean he look he looked really good, he looked sharp. Um he got to the byline or he's cutting inside well, you know, mm. some nice end product as well. Constantly look for the ball, confident display. But Diogo Jota's got that nailed down. And if he hasn't, it's Caballero. And if he hasn't, it's Costa. So I don't see how he gets into the team.
1: Joe asks, how many people on your block list? Oh, wow. How many have you got blocked? You were talking about potentially blocking a couple of people today. Yeah, I
0: nearly nearly blocked a couple today. People are just really annoying, to be honest. What were they doing? Were they they Uh, as annoying as those flies? uh, Who were they? Njuda underscore star. Yeah, he's he's Um, super annoying.
1: (laughs) block him. Just Bukhari.
0: Um, just really just really annoying um, people having a poke at me not getting the Nuno contract story (laughs) out before Nuno signed his contract so what have you got to
1: say to them Tim
0: um, I don't I just don't really see what the why people get so excited Mm. about all this oh it's you know about who breaks stories first and if it's not me, then I just get a barrage of abuse. <laughs> it was shocking this morning, waking up to all that. Yeah. It's just pathetic, really. But you know, there's enough Wolves news out there for everybody. Exactly, it's and yeah. it, you're not gonna get one person claiming it all. No. Um <laughs> and I like to think, you know, as you've, as you've said in this podcast before, the only thing I care about is being right. Mm. And there's everything you read in Express and Star, except for transfer rumours, yeah, is accurate and reliable information. Absolutely. So um I mean, as for Nuno's contracts, I mean, I heard I heard about it two months ago, and Neves that they were that they were going to offer Neves and Nuno new contracts this summer is April or May that I heard mm-hmm. it, but at the time it was it was confidential info. You know, you have, you have you have conversations with people at the club. Yeah. Oh, this and this is happening. Yeah. Oh, okay, I might do a story on that.
1: No, you can't do a story on that. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's too early for that. You know, not many people know about it, etc., etc. And you've so, you um, got to work with the wolves day to day as well. Yeah. You know what I mean. You can't break confidentiality agreements. You know, there's, there's no, a place no, when God you no. will break stuff, no, and that's no. no problem. But at the same time, there's there's, there's, there's other people who you know don't. That, that that's not what they are. They're not at the club every single day, and you've got to, you know, play the field as well. You've got you've got to be smart about it.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of reporters out there who can um,
1: put a few, you know, rumors out there. Take
0: a take a flyer. I say flyers. There's a fly on your shoulder. It's just gonna. Uh, take a flyer on stories because there's, there's no comeback because mm-hmm. some of them maybe don't work don't work for papers full time or, yeah. you know, don't have a close relationship with wolves so it doesn't matter if what they say is true or not sometimes. So... It's a different situation. There's, I could fill a book with this, with the stories I, I haven't been able to publish. You know, yeah. the past couple of years. I mean, it's probably not people probably not what people want to hear. But
1: I'd buy that book, Tim.
0: <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, um, we've got to work closely with the club. We, we've got to produce three or four stories every single day on Wolverhampton Wanderers, mm-hmm. and you've got to have a good relationship with the club to be able to do that. Because if you get frozen out, you know it's game over. Mm-hmm. You know, there's situations at other papers in the country where they can't even attend matches. You know, that would just be absolutely disastrous. So we, we've. I had really good relations with the club the last few years I'll do everything to keep it that way and that includes protecting sources and, and protecting
1: information sometimes so yeah. if, that,
0: if that's at the expense of breaking a couple of exclusives then it's, it's no skin off mine
1: but at the, you know, at the same time if you do get you know you know, get the tip of the wink, you know it's all good and it stands up you will you will go to you, that's, that's, you will go with it 100% oh no absolutely well you know I've got my
0: hands on the, on the full squad list at the weekend mm. um, no one else published that as far as I knew there was hardly any information out there Wolves didn't put a list out um, it, you know, there's no filler, fossaway on there. Pretty, pretty decent story. No problems. No problems with Wolf for me to for me to for me to put it out. Not not that I had to check it with them anyway. You yeah. know because it's it, it's a fair income story, isn't it? So, but you don't get, you don't get people saying, oh, you know, um, having to go with other reporters for not getting for not getting that story. No. So I, it's just it just it just gets a bit annoying sometimes. So I, I nearly blocked a few this morning, but.
1: They've got, they've got to get out of the system before they go to school, Tim. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Vargas 12. I um, said about Helder Costa. What about Zinchenko? It's later said Zinchenko. Um, and Cavalero still, still being linked with Fulham. Why? Why?
0: Zinchenko. Uh,
1: I don't think they've
0: quite had a fee agreed with him yet. I think they're waiting to see whether the player wants to move to them before it moves on any further. It's a funny one for me, Tim um,
1: Zinchenko, because I would say out of all the positions that the Wolves will need strengthening, he would be let right... Sorry, left wing-back would be probably one of the last on my list.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've signed Vanagra, but they um they probably want to get Vanagra out on loan. That was certainly what they were looking at doing originally. So it's kind of a movable feast, really, this summer. I mean, they weren't going to sign Bonatini originally, and then, and then they've decided to, uh, you know, at the last minute, on the last day that they could do, they've signed him.
1: Well, elaborate on that, because you've spoken to Leo today, so, you know.
0: Yeah, um originally they weren't they weren't going to sign him they, they decided no and he'd gone back to brazil and you know, probably thinking he was off to al, back back to al hilal again um from winning the championship back to saudi arabia not not the best route that he wanted to take and then wolves um i can only presume because they've missed out on a few targets or they're getting a bit worried uh, about the transfer market moving on quite quickly they've decided to take up the option on what is a cheap option around 5 million for a player who scored a lot of goals in the first half of last season, and could do a job in some games in the Premier League next season, I am sure of that. Um, so, they said they're taking up the option as late as they could. And, and do
1: you do you think with Leo, if everything went according to plan, then let's like, say they got one or two more striker targets in, maybe one permanent one alone, and Leo's maybe you know someone in the periphery who doesn't really get used is maybe a, you know the odd substitute appearance, the odd the odd cup goal or two. That when it comes to January and that window opens up. There will always be a potential of a championship club or another club looking for someone who can score goals, who who is, who was who has scored goal at championship level at a decent rate, especially that first half of the season. who will be happy to to pay that kind yeah, of money. Possibly.
0: I mean, it's not an exact science, is it? It's not. It's not like the old championship manager where you kind of you can move these players and numbers around. You know, really easily. I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised they've signed Bonatini. I like I like Leo a lot as a. Uh, you, say that, a pers- well, you, you say that now you've interviewed him <laughs> no there's a personality and as a character and um, his attitude to the game is fantastic and he, he was he was brilliant in the first half of last season and then he just lost his confidence and his, and his goal scoring touch and I mean I, I remember saying towards the end of last season it, it wouldn't certainly wouldn't be the worst idea to buy him because for half, half of next season's away games where you've got to hold, really try and hold the ball up on your own up front and could do a job of doing that but I was still surprised they signed him because, because they brought Jimenez in and Jimenez, for me, was brought in as a sign of a second choice. You look at his career in the last few years, he played 80 times in the league for Benfica and 60 of those were from the bench. Yeah. So his goal scoring record isn't amazing. So I presumed that they were bringing him in as a kind of a second choice with a, with a big striker to come in to follow that. And now mm-hmm. the Bonatini thing has kind of been a bit of a curveball, really. So they've kind of stockpiled, they've stockpiled two strikers there. I still think they need another... But then you've got the option of Jotter as well as a false nine, yeah, um, which I think they're kind of leaning towards, or certainly mm. were towards the end of last season, mm. so it'll be interesting to see what they do next few weeks, really well.
1: Ryan Deakin, scan the local supermarket, do they sell ready-sliced corned beef on a counter or tinned only? You, you'd love going around the supermarket. You <laughs> <have> absol- <laughs> he's gone around the supermarket twice, ladies and gentlemen, I think he spent over 210 210- Swiss francs right. in two small orders. It is incredible what this man puts in his basket. I don't know what it is, but he really is pushing the expenses budget to the max. Right,
0: J- Judah's actually joking here because. What do, joking? Uh, um, what do you mean I'm joking? Well, the two shops that we've done, you've you've massively outspent me, and I mean I don't know what you, what have you spent it on? Salmon. We've- <laughs> <laughs>
1: true.
0: We've uh, we've got the same amount of, of produce in the fridge, pretty much. Yeah. But you've spent at least double what I have. I've got a, a,
1: yeah. It must be I didn't realise that my salmon last night cost sixteen French French francs. That's so about Swiss, thir- thirteen quid. Thirteen quid for a slice of salmon. It was delicious, though. I did undercook it, so it was more sashimi-ish than than sa- than cooked salmon. But you know. From a from a deliciousness point of view, it's well worth it. And it's expensive here. Yeah. It is expensive.
0: We um, th- there's a there's a Mackie's open by the oh, stadium, so yeah. we went on the way back tonight. Just popped in for some coffees, didn't we, for the journey mm, home? It's so mm. about an hour, and, an hour and five minutes back to the house. Yeah, I got two regular coffees because couldn't buy a large and a double cheeseburger to satisfy my appetite. Yeah. And it cost fifteen French francs, wow. which is twelve quid. I 12 think twelve quid
1: for two coffee, two two coffees, two, it was...
0: two two regular coffees and a double cheeseburger for twelve quid.
1: And that's McDonald's. That's McDonald's. Two coffees in the in the um, in the stadium were eight quid. Small coffees, small, very small coffees, Nespresso coffees. Uh, yeah, Expensive. it's not cheap, and, and that's why you got to give the peeps some credit for coming out here because you know, whether they're staying for one one game or two, it is not cheap and, you know, commitment's superb and they could quite easily stay at home, you know. There's not too many new signings kicking around and stuff like that, but just the, the kind of, like, excitement of, of a new season and the Premier League yeah. season, fair well, play.
0: well, they're here to get slaughtered with their mates, aren't they? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what they all do. <laughs> That's what they all did as well, judging by the, by the, wow. by the songs, because yeah. you can hear them singing so clearly. Wait till they watch the and
1: post-match they, interviews. And they were
0: singing, oh yeah, they were singing "Vindaloo," but in such a drunken way for about yeah. half the game. Yeah.
1: Vindaloo, <laughs> <na-na>. <laughs>
0: um, So no, it is, um, it's very, it's very expensive, very expensive. All
1: right, Roland Gibbons, uh, let's 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 smash through a few of these, okay? Yeah. Um, quick fire. What's your ideal uh, finish for Wolves this season? Being realistic. Also, just finally on that... Oh, you love going back to a point where we've moved on. The Swiss have got to figure out what, what language they speak. Oh, yeah. Is it French? Yeah. Is it German? Is it English?
0: It's certainly not bloody English. I know, we're not great, is Oddly, it? Hardly anyone speaks English.
1: We'll try and get out for a couple of nights. Hopefully this week, haven't managed to do it yet, but I'm concerned that we won't be able to speak to anyone apart from ourselves. <laughs> well, you
0: certainly bloody won't. So the first day we arrived here, some, uh, <laughs> we went to a shop straight away to get some supplies in because it was a Sunday and there was only one shop open. Judah gets to the counter woman goes bonjour hello <laughs> hello, <laughs> and, uh, oh, love. then we get back to the house and there's some there's some little kids playing uh, in the street <laughs> and they're like staring at us because obviously the you know don't get many tourists around here today no. and they were like bonjour and
1: was like hello they <laughs> 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 are staring at your 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 odd footwear and awful wear. So Tim went to uh <laughs> no, um, for God's sake. Tim went to um, <laughs> went to training for the first day. And I, no wonder no wonder people look into the floor, they're actually looking at your shoes, not the grass. Because Tim in the morning put on the pair not why well, I say a pair, two wrong shoes, even though they look very similar. Um, some people point out on Twitter he was actually wearing two odd shoes. That's a very classy thing to do, from the Wolves reporter on day one to wear two odd shoes when he's with Courtney Horse. I took a picture of him, and people were very quick to point it out. And that is absolutely disgraceful. Okay, I don't think I've ever worn two odd shoes in all my life. I mean, do you have a couple in the bed? Do you have a couple of shots before you woke up. What I was going on with when you? When I was
0: packing, I was in a rush, right? And I just picked up these two grey pump <laughs> pump style shoes. Uh, not realising that they're actually. <laughs> oh, you haven't it? got the other pair upstairs? No. i you, have huh? <laughs> also got Wimby. I can't wear them again. <laughs> no, so anyway, so I've no. got odd shoes on. But they look very similar. No, to, they to, don't. No, they do to the layman from a distance. You didn't notice it. I, I didn't notice it. It's not like one's green and one's red. You know, they're <laughs> the two very slightly different shades of grey. Yeah. But in a similar
1: style. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look great. A lot of people asking this. Nick Francis, why isn't the new sponsor logo on the team's shirt when they play today? Um, I think it's something to do with with advertising betting in Switzerland. It right? is. That's exactly what it is. That's why. And the fun. Also, remember...
0: at least I wasn't sat open-mouthed watching Naked Male Wrestling earlier today. <laughs> 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 I was just working at this little coffee kitchen table we've got here turned around due
1: Slack George. <laughs> What's
0: going on? Turn to my t- TV screen, there's some Naked Male Wrestling. <laughs> You
1: absolute! (laughs) It was sumo wrestling, and uh, it was part of a story. It was part of a story the contestants were doing on on the Bachelorette, which is a well-known show in America, where everybody has to try and get a rose at the end of the day to try and win the love of one, one, one single lady, Tim. And then sumo oh, wrestling was the it was the, um, the event yeah, today. But they weren't
0: sumos, were they? They were two well well-polished American <laughs> well, men. they were because these were
1: the guys who were battling it out. Oh, oh goodness me. It's just that
0: expression on your face. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, we haven't answered the guy who asked what, what position. 12th. Uh, uh, I'll be happy with
1: 12th for Wolves. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 9th. Um, uh, why was Nathan wearing a vest under his shirt? Thought it was boiling hot over in Switzerland. It was bloody cold
0: this evening. Yeah, but that's not the reason you put your best on. Don't don't throw a mask behind that because <laughs> because original... it, it was hot. It's been really hot the last couple of days. Well, I was
1: wearing a cotton shirt because um in the office. of people who might not know. I I I pick quite regularly, so I was I was wearing this cotton shirt that it could be um it could be um a darker shade of blue. Um, with the with the heat that we've been having but luckily enough it was it was quite cool this evening and, and I was quite thankful for it to be fair with a bit of insulation because it was it was a bit nippy towards the end of the day
0: yeah it did get cool it's, I think it's cool in the back home now
1: mm oh, really I think so okay um, let's move on let's move on let's move on Da-da-da-da-da. fill some time Tim no, who's your tailor Tim because your shorts are shocking says uh, Sean Christopher who Sean Christopher who? Uh... What's wrong with my shorts? I don't know. Um, Chris Wood, um, you still have answered, what are your favourite flags or banners? What are your favourite wolves flags, Tim?
0: Uh, the one that says wolves, away. <laughs> I haven't seen any, sorry.
1: He's not a big fan of flags, are you? I don't know, it seems to come up. I like the American name. flag with the wolves um, s- stars oh. and I also like... Um... I
0: don't know, what about Sean Christopher's top? I just found him here on Twitter. Well,
1: what, are you, what are you trying to say about
0: it? Who's your tailor, Sean? Who do you? Doing? What's wrong <laughs> with my shorts? I don't know. Don't
1: know. I don't know. She's short. Shorts, shorts fine. seem fine to me. Fine. Nice little denim number. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not the blue don't denim. The Is
0: Sean in the bath. What's going on here? Oh, Sean! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here,
1: Sean? Uh, I, I tell you what. Don't don't call him out. At Sean Christoph nine. But I um, he's got some sort of bath shot as a pin tweet. Evening, everyone. Just share this song with everybody. Go on, man. It's better be clean. <laughs> he <game tomorrow. laughs> should be in that bath? Oh Wow. Wow. Um, Wu-Tang Dan asks... <laughs> oh,
0: da- oh Dan, uh, Dan. What? Yeah, Dan. Good guy. Decent Wu-Tang
1: yeah. Dan. He um, doesn't follow me. Um, prediction... Yeah, great guy. <laughs> Predic- He's
0: gone way over my estimation now. <laughs>
1: prediction for England versus Croatia there's uh, a game tonight oh god yeah we're gonna try and watch it aren't we we've got bbc
0: and itv here which is a bonus yeah i'm in wolves mode again now i can't really do both at the same time it's wolves tough in isn't it england.
1: it's tough and and i think i think you know this tour as well it's it's obviously a great tour to have but i understand the the banter back in england as well and obviously everyone will be you know eyes on england tonight so we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast uh a week on monday when <laughs> <it's Britain laughs> yeah from. yeah
0: it's uh, it's been great though. i has been fun. I, I used to be a massively avid England follower. Mm. Used to I used to go mental every tournament. Wall chart England top really songs. I used to go to the pub for every single game. and got absolutely slaughtered. Yeah. Um,
1: How long were you single for?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and then kind of 2010 onwards, I massively lost touch. To be honest, remember all that Rooney? Oh yeah. Oh nice to have your own fans booing you. Shhh and uh, Capello and Hodgson and I just hated that team.
1: Yeah,
0: awful. I just didn't like it. I hated Ashley Disengaged Cole. Completely. Hated Ashley Cole, hated John Terry, mm. Rooney, Gerrard. I just yeah. I can't relate to any of these guys. And now it's com- it's completely different.
1: Turned it around as uh, uh, Gareth.
0: Yeah, it's a bit late for me to jump back on it and fully get into supporting England to like Joe Massey levels, Warsaw yeah. correspondent who yeah. follows them religiously. He's cray But um I just think it's great for like the next for the younger generation coming mm. through now The mm. the you know the 12-year-olds who who will be falling in love with football and with England, you know, due to this tournament? I think it's fantastic. I mean,
1: do you love football though, so Do you still love football or doing this job now? Have you fallen out of, out of love for for the game slightly? Would you, if you, if you finished finished being Wolves correspondent, and you know, one day, and you went back to being a. An intrepid news reporter so to speak, do you feel that you your love of the game would return or do you feel like it had been tarnished for life once you're on the inside?
0: Oh god, it's a bit deep.
1: I know it is a bit deep, but it's you know, it's one fifty AM deep deep.
0: (laughs) It's my favourite kind of deep. I was, I i would say, I, I'd kind of, I was starting to fall out of love with football when I was a fan, mm. when Wolves got relegated from Premier League to League One, yeah. I was just completely kind of lost it with Wolves, to be honest, I was just like, what the hell are you doing, this club's ridiculous, I am spending so much money, Yeah. Um, so the job's kind of reinvigorate me on that front, but I'm just kind of sick of, I'm sick of other football now, because the Wolves job kind of consumes your life, and you know... I never used to go to every away game. No, I used to go to about five or six a year, probably plus yeah. all the home games. Yeah. Now you get to every game, some reserve games as well, a trade games. Yeah, it's wolves every day. That's fantastic, and I love it. Mm. But more football on top of that is too much. I think we've spoken about this before on the podcast. You know, when you get home from a 12-hour day and match the days on. You yeah, just, you you just can't, don't care, really. No, no. S- football on Sunday is just the last thing you want to watch after absolutely. working all day Saturday or whatever. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. but it's certainly, it's certainly um, kept me in love with the game as far as Wolves are concerned, absolutely.
1: Uh, David Sutton asks a very good question. Uh, what is the worst part of these pre-season tours for you and Nathan? Mm. Mm. Do you want to go?
0: Mm. I would say Yeah. Um, I was talking to my uh, better half last night about um, this. this... <laughs>
1: ah! uh, that is not the first Idiot. of the season, then, You know, it's never going to come out. Idiot. Because um, uh,
0: her favourite country, she's been travelling all over the world, and her, her favourite country is Switzerland. So she's, you know, absolutely buzzing for me to be here to mm. experience it. And that's probably the worst thing about it is that. We're working a lot, and it's long days, and yeah. you just don't get the time to go out and explore and and view this this amazing country. There's some, you know, we're li- near to Lake Geneva, um, loads of other places around here, Bern, Basel, Zurich, whatever. I'd love to yeah. go and experience some yeah, more, but yeah. we just haven't got time. So yeah, I'd say be, being on tour in a beautiful country, but not, but frustratingly not being able to properly explore it, because. So I think with some clubs with pre-season, they give the players a day off or whatever and, and then we'd probably, that'd be a good chance for us to have a day off as well, but, you know, Wolves are working every single day. A double sessions, yeah. two games, mm-hmm. lots going on, lots of stories. So, yeah, there's podcast videos, mm-hmm. travelling, there's a lot of travelling around to get to and from where we're going. There's no there's no time to explore, Saturday
1: Zero time. We, we might get one night off in the week, but, you know, apart from that, it is, it's pretty, pretty long hours. It's a lovely place and we would definitely... You know, we would always come here, and, and, and we do enjoy doing pre-season, but it's not, it's not a walk in the park that people. Oh no, think, it's is absolutely it?
0: lovely. It's just, it's just it's just a fantastic working week in a beautiful setting.
1: Yeah. Um, well, what's your answer to that, there, Nathan? No, I would say I would just say it's a long hours. It is, it's is, it is a slog, to be fair, but at the same time, it's an enjoyable slog. And I'm out here with you, Tim, to be fair. Well, I will tell you what, we've got a lovely little house. Yeah.
0: A uh, lovely little location. <clears throat> glass of red wine. Yeah, we knew, I mean... Not too shabby.
1: We, we've still got our belongings, which is a bonus from, from last night when I woke up this morning. Oh, God. And uh, the door was um, was ajar, slightly ajar. And I was like, has Tim, Tim gone out for a run as well? Is it beating me to it? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I, I went to close the door and heard a little tingle and um, I opened the door and, of course, the keys were on the outside of the door. So um, that was a top job, Mrs Spears. Which mean, little it wasn't my fault. Pardon? Who was the last one out? <laughs> £25,000 worth of camera equipment <laughs> in <it> with, <laughs> Hey... That's nice. Uh, dear. Right. Okay. Um, Russ, put your head on the block. One player Wolves will sign. Who is it? Anyone. One God. player Wolves will sign.
0: Bloody hell! I mean, they're not. They're not actually been really closely linked with many at the moment. No. Um, that's a tough one to answer.
1: Mm.
0: Well, Zinchenko looks pretty likely. I'd say at this
1: point. Well, I mean, I read. I read the other day that you know he's making his mind up, and it might you know there's talks of Newcastle and Fulham being involved, but. From a money point of view, I think that Newcastle will be can blow Newcastle out of the water, to be honest. The money they have spent recently. Yeah, they've
0: got they've got um they've got a cap on what they can spend really, yeah. haven't
1: they? Um Is Sace moving to centre back or is that the back three done? Says Andy Gorton.
0: Yeah, interesting to see what happens with that next week. Yeah, so Sace is back next week, so that Ajax friendly is the first time we'll kind of see that. I'd be I would be Surprised if they moved him back. I think he can do a decent job in centre mid. It wouldn't be my first choice in centre mid, but I'm not sure if he's a Premier League centre half.
1: I'm worried about centre midfield, Tim.
0: Yeah, they need someone. That's probably, that's probably the key signing for the rest of summer from this point. They can get away without an amazing goal-scoring striker because I think there's there's, there's a decent amount of goals in that team. Yeah. And they could probably pick up somebody really decent on loan. But centre mid, it's... Um, the thing is, you build your team around Neves, so you want a kind of a secondary midfielder. But I think Neves is the, probably the one who play a bit deeper next mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Um, Neves and Neves and Seis, neither of them really offered a huge amount in terms of an attacking threat. I know Neves got his six goals, which everyone talks about, but six in forty six isn't a isn't a great strike rate. No, um, and you very rarely got any around the box. I think you need. Um, I think you need someone who's got a. Fant- I think you need an upgrade on Alfred and Jai, basically.
1: Uh, Raúl Jiménez, how do you think he'll get on? Do you see him starting? Asks Enrique Diaz.
0: Um, again, hard to tell. I didn't see much from him in the World Cup. He didn't really set the world alight when he came off the bench for Mexico. But um, he's um, he looks like he's got quite a lot of technique about him. Mm-hmm. Um, not, the, not like I said, not the best goal scoring record. But mm-hmm. to be at the clubs he's at, he's obviously got something about him. To earn that many caps for Mexico as well, he's got to have something about him. So. Tough one to answer. Without speaking to the man himself, Mr. Nuno, uh, who's not probably not going to do many interviews, if any, this preseason. It's It's hard to know what's in their thoughts.
1: Okay, last two. Patrick Greenfield. Did the man of the match really win a 10-foot Toblerone? Uh, I don't know. That would have been unbelievable if they did. Is that real?
0: I don't know. I didn't, didn't see any Toblerones tonight. Oh, I'd
1: love to see a 10-foot Toblerone, though. Do you like a Toblerone? Is it Toblerone used to always be the... The bar of choice. If you went away and he, he came back, it was almost like a foreign product that was delicious. Yeah. Now they've they've, they've apparently shortened it, it's smaller, but I still enjoyed it. But it wasn't a regular of mine.
0: No, it's not. It's not a whisper, is it? You
1: know. Oh, no, I don't like a whisper. Don't you? No. Whisper gold, maybe, but not a whisper. Whispers bang average. It's over too quickly for me.
0: Would you like a, a, a flake?
1: I like a flake. Yeah, what, I Like what, a flake. What a you know, shock! Overflowing bath with a chameleon.
0: Little <laughs> lizard walking by. I'm not surprised it's like a flake Why? Uh, Looks fantastic. Yeah. It's actually quite crumbly. <laughs> it's more style over substance. Wow, incredible.
1: I, 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 it's incredible.
0: It's over pretty quickly as well.
1: Wait, <laughs> is that time the night? <laughs> Jake Gallagher, is Bolly that big up close? Willie he Bolly? Will he what's the hell. I mean. Wow. I they, they, we're finishing on Jake Gallagher's question. Willy Bolly.
0: It's incredible.
1: He is incredible. It's, you know, it's probably, it's the, hi- it's probably the highlight
0: of my journalistic career. Yeah. Uh, it's it's t- up there, isn't it? Well, it's up, you know, forget getting an interview with Edward Snowden oh, or no. someone like that. You know, you, you want to get... The- God, <laughs> God's sake. He was mentioned in that bloody documentary you watched last night. Do you know
1: what you not watching? Yeah, I know Snowy.
0: Rice. Er... <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Wooly Bolly, not mm. done a single interview since since he came to the club. Since with, ever. With anybody, with yeah. Wolves, with Sky Sports, with us, with whoever. Anyway, the Wolves coaxed him into doing one, a, kind right. of a joint one um, with uh, with Wolves. Wolves kicked it off. Right. You'll be able to watch their video online and then ask them a few questions afterwards. I mean he didn't like doing it. <laughs> he wasn't a fan, no? Uh, he, no he, well he kinda he kinda said this is my first and last of the season, so <laughs> I'm not sure we'll be seeing him again. Oh, will he? But hey, no, big smile on his face, answered every question. He's huge, by the way. Is he massive? He's massive. How, he? how massive is massive? Uh massive enough to intimidate me. Okay. So yeah, big guy.
1: Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Uh right, we're well, we, coming what you know how many minutes we've done? How many minutes do you think we've done?
0: Uh we've done about an hour, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we're getting on to that now um one hour and three minutes wow so tim before we go yeah well first of all i'd like to make a couple of announcements the first one is um we haven't touched on lots of different things this podcast but don't worry because on saturday it's a bonus podcast Uh. (laughs) come on man (laughs) No, no but i already knew that yeah, but you know, you just act, act like you didn't know us. Oh, uh-huh. we're going to be doing another podcast. We're doing another Wolves Potty after the game against Young Boys uh, on Saturday. So we're going to do one, so that'll be available Saturday night, hopefully, for you guys. There'll be plenty more to address, and uh, hopefully, you all enjoy it. But of course, we've always got time for abuse of the week and summer <laughs> abuse of the week and summer. <laughs> <laughs> abuse of the summer. Abuse
0: of the summer. <laughs> That's absolutely
1: terrible. <laughs> we need to go to bed. Right. Okay. Um, bits of abuse. I think you're going to find a lot more for, for Saturday. To be fair, but I thought we'd, you know, we 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 let you have a few now. Oh, there's
0: just a couple of crackers for tonight in
1: there. Yeah. Okay. So this one. Which i might to have to find very quickly. So me and Tim did a little video, um, at a tennis club recently that people might have seen. Uh, now <laughs> this is completely random, uh, isn't it? Uh, excellent tennis skills that we did. We went down to Wolverhampton uh, Tennis Club, style Wimbledon. So we'd have a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a knockabout, shall we say? Great facilities at Wolverhampton Tennis Club. Yeah. Um, Steve 66, Tim didn't didn't like our, our video. Right. Wasn't a big not a big fan of us. Not, not a big fan of you, shall we say? Oh. Um. He says, Can't you stay there and keep away from Molyneux, you useless pair of... Uh, dricks. Right. Uh, and then someone says, Wolves Ben says, uh, Steve66, duck off, Steve! <laughs> Which, uh, Steve66 replies, Wolves Ben, you're defending Timothy nice but dim. The worst reporter to ever, in, in capital letters, report on the Wolves. His knowledge of football is a joke. Brilliant. His reporting is a joke. Brilliant. All his tweets are old news. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> There's a reason so many of the fans in the ground can't stand him. Because he's ducking useless. Wow. Wow. What a way to start the season. Wow. What do you have so to say to us, Steve66? Uh... I think he's one of the worst human beings I've ever met in my life. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But he, that's the thing you see. There's a few of these peeps who I'm sure we don't know because they have these stupid little aliases and they'll come up to you and they'll be nice as pie. Like Butterwood and Melt. Oh, Tim, I think you're great. And then they'll come back and the keyboard warriors. Yes, that's true. That's mm. very true. Mm. Shameless. Yeah, same. Um, right, the, the first diary of the season, pre, pre, pre-season tour diary went on. Uh, apparently, it's split split opinion on the old comments page. So, some people are loving it and I think, I'm sure you peeps, most of you who listen to the podcast, I'm sure you enjoy it. It's more a light-hearted bit we're going to have. This, it's not the only thing that goes up every day. We've got four or five really good interviews and, and breaking news, etc. So, this used to lighten things up just to give you a bit of a, a bit of a colour piece on, on, on the day's proceedings or the, or the, or the, the day before's proceedings. I think it's absolutely fine. So, some people don't like it though. Some people like their hard news and nothing else. Motan Wolf, um, New Year, same old stupidity on behalf of our two journalists. I mean, seriously, why in the heck do you even allow Judah in the damn front seat? Get a damn child seat for it in for him. And furthermore, why do you rent a damn manual transmission? What? I don't know he's, he's he's gone. Is he is he on the level? He's unbelievable. Absolutely crazy. Um, not a big fan. Um, quite a few people just saying this tour diary is absolute joke. Get back onto the normal news. Um, I'm not going to read this anymore. It's not wow. Very nice, is it? Don't read. Don't listen to it. It's a free country.
0: Yeah. If you don't want to read your tour diary, don't read it. Have
1: you got any abuse for me? No. Although
0: I've, this is no, I haven't. So end of the segment, I think. Unfortunately. Really. But I'm just going to move on to a, a, a amusing little Twitter exchange tonight. Uh, Frank Frank Mir scored tonight Rafa Rafa Mir yeah scored a goal did a couple of nice bits yeah good for him good for him uh, someone someone asked me on Twitter Craig Squire after Frank's goal today and a pre-season under his belt do you think he's ready for the Premier League yeah Kier K-I-E <laughs> mm. oh Kieran replies to him Frank question <laughs> mark brilliant <laughs> Craig Craig was saying Frank saying? Frank Mir <laughs> Kieran comes back to him saying, so, it's Raffermere. <laughs> Obviously, I have no idea whatsoever of, uh, of us renaming you. So, k- uh. Kieran, Kieran just thinks uh, that Craig has got, a, got a Raffermere's name wrong, amusingly.
1: Uh, good old Frankie. He scored a nice goal, to be fair. I thought he did okay?
0: Well done. Well, well done,
1: done Well done, Frank. Right, okay. Um, like I say, we're going to be back on Saturday. Tim, we move on to Young Boys. What can we expect? Yeah. Um, Senses a tougher test and as they
0: finished 15-1-5 One five. points ahead of Basel mm. in the Swiss League last year. Swiss League champions for the first time in an extremely long time. So and yeah, in that respect, a tougher test. Um, the Swiss uh, season starts a week on Saturday. Yes. So you know, made that point before tonight's game yes. that Basel are ahead of Wolves in their pre-season preparations. So young boys will be the same. Uh, there's a cup at stake. A big cup. It looks beautiful. Huge cup, Champ- like the... Champions League style in size. Yeah, huge cup. Um, and on, and on just offer. as prestigious. Yeah, on offer as well. Uh, could go to penalties. You never
1: know. Very Ooh, yeah Who would be your five penalty takers, Tim? If you had the full strength Ooh, squad. Good out? one. Uh, Jota,
0: Costa, one, two, Cavalero, three. Uh, Douglas, I think, could take a good penalty nice. And who else would Bonatini? Bank one in.
1: Mir I tell you, would be decent. Gibbs White. Uh, I'd have Neves. Ruben Neves. Although
0: well, he missed one last year, didn't he? But yeah. Uh, so yeah, it <clears throat> probably start to ramp it up. Well, will he play two teams again in two halves? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Might start to, might start to ramp it up with more of a first choice team for an hour or whatnot. Um, in the second game.
1: Okay.
0: We'll see. I look forward to it. Um, they've got that winning feeling, that winning mentality. Keep Courtney Horses yesterday, you know, winning breeds winning. Mm-hmm. Winning. Um, they won what sixty five percent of the league matches last year. <sighs> they know how to win so let, let's keep it going more fitness no injuries more confidence in the bag and yeah step up those preparations because at the moment they're looking pretty good
1: winning breeds winning uh, I don't think we answered one of the questions earlier on what's your prediction tonight?
0: oh for the football tonight uh, Morgan Gibbs-White said yesterday that England would win 2-1 after extra time
1: that's it's very, um, very specific uh, prediction yes
0: but I I, mm, I, just, I think England are going to lose 2-1
1: you do don't you you think they're going to get beat? Negative, Nelly.
0: I just, um, I think Croatia will be by a bit of a distance the best team they have played so far. Yeah. And I think, I and mean, re- I think the
1: same for same from Croatia for England's point of view. England will be a bit of a distance the best team.
0: If they played so far, Argentina. Argentina, bad average. Denmark, meh. And Russia, meh. No, yeah, you, yeah, you're right. I think England, England got to step it up, which they will do in a World Cup semi final. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think Croatia.
1: England 1-0 England 1-0 they're going through to the final Uh, from me from Tim fingers crossed we'll see you on Saturday night hope we've got some happy news hope we've got the final on Sunday take care bye bye